Welcome back. This is the DC UK podcast. This is season five and it's episode six. And as always, I'm your host, James Graham. Um, you might see a nice new little jersey behind me over here. Yes, the cherry blossom uh, jersey has arrived. It's looking beautiful. Um, I'm actually surprised how good it looks. It looks a lot better than it did in the photos, I have to admit. Some very, very good detail on there. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy that it's arrived. It looks great. I'll be wearing it tomorrow night when I'm watching the game. Really looking forward to it. I'm glad I'm back doing the podcast. Uh, it's been too long. Um, so I do apologize about that. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been not very well. It's uh, some lovely conjunctivitis, uh, followed by very heavy colds means I've missed a couple of games as well, but I've caught up on the highlights, so that's always good. Um, but yeah, so we've got a few things to go through. Um, I'm not going to go through the New England game because that was so long ago, um, but I'm going to have a quick look over the Chicago game, going to preview this weekend's game for our round two against the crew. Um, and then if you have any questions or anything like that, feel free to drop them in the chat as always, and I will answer them at the end of the show. Or depending on what the question is, might answer them straight away. But uh, as always, we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of news because there's been a couple of things over the last week. Um, so all I'm going to do is I'm going to roll the VT. So yeah, like I said, there's been a few things. Not too many, but you know, a few. Um, evening, Jill. Nice to see you. Good day. Um, yeah, there's been a few things. And there's, the big one is that Lewis O'Brien has finally got his visa. Um, his name's like Gareth Bale. So it didn't arrive in a couple of days. It's arrived in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, Lewis O'Brien will be looking to play this weekend. So that's great. If you don't know about him, you've been living under a bit of a rock. He's uh, been brought in from Nottingham Forest in the Premier League due to the fact that he wasn't registered. He unfortunately had his move to Blackburn Rovers fall through on uh, the January transfer deadline day at the very, very last hurdle. And yeah, so we've managed to get him. Um They've worked together before, if I remember rightly, Rooney, and or they've played against each other um, when Rooney was playing for Derby County. So there is a little bit of uh, knowledge between the two of them there. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see how he affects the uh, team this weekend. Um, he's, I mean, Lewis O'Brien's been, he's only 24 years old. Looks like to be a really good uh, central midfielder. Um, so we're really packing out that area of the pitch now, um, which, to be fair, I'm not sure we really needed another central midfielder. I mean, I've always said that I think we needed either an extra defender or an extra forward, but not another another midfielder. We've I feel like we've got plenty there. 
So I don't know whether we're just being stacked there for whatever reason. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Rooney has in plan for him. Um, excuse me if I do pause a few times. Um, I've still got a little bit of a bit of a dry throat. Still suffering a little bit, so I probably shouldn't really be doing the podcast, but I really wanted to get out, um, get something out there this week because uh, I've missed it. I've missed doing this and missed interacting with you guys out there. So, yeah, really happy to be back. Um, US Open Cup, uh, third round draw was done this week. Um, and if you don't know how the US Open Cup draw is done, it's a little bit different to your standard from what we know anyway over here in the UK. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I am so sorry. Um, so it's drawn into different areas. And I'm just trying to find, get see if I can get the website so we can actually have a look, look at it together. Um, see if there's any way we can go through it. So, but I'm... Um, as schedule let's have a little look at that here we go right let me just for those of you who like to watch um watch the show which is always nice uh, i'm just gonna share my screen and uh, for those of you who don't i will talk it through so um like i said the the way it's done it's drawn into different areas. So you've got the northeast, you've got uh, the north, you've got the east coast, you've got south, um, you've got west and all that jazz. Um, what we have here is for the Tuesday, so you can see how it's broken down. You can actually see some of the games are actually broadcast on YouTube. So if you do want to um, have a look at the games and watch some US Open Cup games, uh, Bleacher Report Football YouTube uh, would be your best place to go and watch it. So, why not? Um, and I just realised I'm not even sharing my screen. There we go. So, yeah, so we got things like the Pittsburgh Riverhounds versus Maryland Bobcats. So, we'll be uh, open for a Bobcats win there. Uh, you've got uh, Charleston Battery, Charlotte Independence, New England Revolution playing Hartford Athletic. Charlotte FC versus South Georgia Tormentor, uh, and so on and so forth. And as you can see, yeah. So you got the Bleacher Report uh, app. No, oh, Bleacher Report uh, football uh, YouTube, which is great. Now we move on to Wednesday, April 26th. And as you can see at the top there, the first game there, Loudoun United uh, making their first appearances in the US Open Cup. They are playing uh, Flower City Union, which is uh, the team that we played last year, uh, which um, was in the run-up to uh, Anand Lasada's sacking. Um, so we'll see how they, Lavs and United do against them and whether they do any better than what we did. Well, last year we went up to Flower City Union um, whilst Lavs and United are playing at home. And then if you look a little bit further down on the screen there, uh, we've got ourselves, DC United. We are playing the Richmond Kickers at Audi Field, 7.30pm Eastern Time kickoff, which will mean it'll be a 12.30am kick, kickoff for us on April 27th, which will be the Thursday morning. Will I watch that game? Well, it's not on, so I can't watch that game. <laughs> 
excuse me again. This is really tickly throat. Um, so yeah, that is the US Open Cup. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. There we go. We are back. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested to see what you guys think about that Open Cup draw. Um, Richmond Kickers versus DC United. Well, at DC United. Uh, I'm intrigued. I do like the US Open Cup. I think it's great. It really has brought on some some shock results over the years uh, before FC Cincinnati became an MLS team. They used went on some good runs in the cup as well. Um, that's how I initially um, came came about FC Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. Um, hopefully we'll be able to do something this year, get a trophy out of it because uh, it's been too long for us since the trophy. Uh, last time we had one, which was 2013, so it's been a decade. So break that duck, let's get a trophy. Um, Stu, what were you saying there? Uh, so this is about uh, Lewis O'Brien so adding an unnecessary mid, maybe a change of formation planned for the future or someone on their way out. Well, I think we've also got to remember is that this particular loan deal for Lewis O'Brien is literally going to be for a few months. Um, until the he was able to return back to England. So, yes, there's a. If you listen to the last podcast, um, you'll have heard about the option to buy clause being something that's mandated into every MLS loan deal. So, the fact that it's there isn't it, shouldn't be a great surprise. It was a surprise to a lot of people at the time. I don't think a lot of people knew about that, but yeah, it's um, it's a mandated uh, clause that has to be in there. So, we'll see. We shall see. Um, but I know Lewis O'Brien's already been talking about uh, going back. So, yeah, the likelihood of it being extended or becoming a permanent signing, I would say it's pretty much nil. Um, other news bit, um, which I only saw, well, a couple of hours ago, uh, was about Mateus Click and how he's created more chances than any other central midfielder in MLS this season. And the fact that he's created 19 chances. It's just a shame that we haven't really put more of those away. And it's got more points on the board. But on the flip side, I mean, he's doing the doing the thing. And I know there's been quite a few comments about him being quiet, um, disappearing from games, but he's got assists. He's got a goal. And he's creating chances. It just means that the end product just isn't that quite there. So hopefully, for that taxi's uh, now back in the side, must mean that we'll be uh, putting some more chances away. But other than that, that's it for the news. Let's play the VT. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry about my throat. I'm really struggling with it, but so this might be a little bit of a shortened episode. Uh right. So we've got the review game about uh Chicago fire at the weekend. Um nil-nil draw. Um, which means we kept our first clean sheet of the season. That's great. Uh Tyler Miller looked like he was making some really good saves. Um very, very happy for the guy to get the first one under the belt. He actually started showing what he is capable of, especially 
the, the kind of player he did for LAFC back a few years ago. So I'm really happy about that. Um, but as always, I'm going to run through some stats and things um, just to kind of give you a little bit of an overview about, about the game at the weekend. So uh, this is Donovan Pine's first start of the season. Um, and the highlights, he didn't look like he did too much wrong. And I know there's a few comments about he did he did well. So very happy about that. Um, this is the first time that all three uh, designated players played together for the first time. So click uh, Taxi and Benteke. Really good to see that. So finally, we've had three DPs on the pitch. And I think we'll hopefully see things click together. Yep, I went there. Um, to me, overall, we were still looking a little bit shaky on the defensive set pieces. Um, we looked a very static, um, is the word I want to use for it. Um, and especially with um, when Chicago are attacking. And that, I think this is just down to the fact that Birnbaum uh, Pines don't, well, Birnbaum doesn't really have the pace, but uh, Pines, the his stature and his size means that he's not very agile as well. So I think that might cause us some problems if we end up playing with the Pines and Burnbound in the back four again. But again, we shall see what happens. I know Rooney will have a plan for the weekend. Um, the actual stats are 7.9% to 42.1% possession in Chicago Fire's favour which is very unusual considering on average we usually get 50% possession. So we were much lower than normal. Uh, we had nine shots to their 11, but we did have three on target to compare to their two. So we did get more on target. And we also had the attempt by taxi from range, which absolutely smacked that post um, and went wide. That was a quality effort just as six inches to the right and it would have been one nil uh, we blocked four of Chicago attempts at goal as well so defensively we were doing okay there but Chicago racked up nine corners nine corners that's a lot but again that shows that we were really really good um, defending those set pieces which even though I did say we, we still looked a little bit shaky um, it's more of a confidence thing um, from a fan's point of view as well. Um, when we looked at the passing network as well, there was, uh, what's the word I want, I want to use? There was an obvious game plan um, in which you could tell the fact that I was getting the ball to Benteke. Uh, Tyler Miller and Benteke had a lot of passes between uh, from Miller to Benteke, um, which when you are on the road, you want to be able to kind of try and just get direct as much as possible and try and get into their box as quickly as possible and get getting the ball to Benteke, who's a big guy who's able to collect the ball, keep the ball, bring other players in. It was it was kind of obvious. And to, to a certain degree, it worked. Um, We'll see whether that continues this weekend against Columbus. It's going to be an interesting game, this one. But um, otherwise, 
Uh, for the Chicago game, the expected goals is incredibly close. It's one to 0.7, so not really much in it there. And then the other bit that I took away from this game was the fact that we it seemed too easy for people to get in behind us. Um, and that, again, that was there was one big moment that I found towards the end of the game where Mueller was attacking us. Um, it felt like there was a little bit of a potential shove on Durkin. Um, he went down. But he then you look up back towards the outside. Burnbaum was left for dead. And then he had an attempt to go, which Miller looked like Miller saved it. And it went over the bar. But again, it's those kind of opportunities which when you got up against someone like Mueller, you kind of want to try and minimize as much as possible. But you know, it happens a few times in that game. You know, when we got when we we're up against the likes of Lucas Zellerion this weekend, we really need to be on it. Uh, he's a massive, massive player. But yeah, the only other thing was the fact that I didn't miss this game because I was ill. Um, and also I was looking after my little lad um, on my own that last weekend. So I really couldn't afford to be up late because uh, that really would have meant I would have had about three hours sleep. I don't want to do that. Um, but not this weekend. It's my birthday this weekend. It is my birthday, um, which kind of moves me into this weekend's fixture against the Columbus crew. So it is on technically Saturday, April 8th, because um, that's a 7.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. However, it is a 12.30 a.m. kickoff on April 9th, which is my birthday. So if you want to wish me a happy birthday for that, I will gladly take it. Um, I've seen a couple of uh, chat messages come through. Uh, Guna Boy saying, would love to see uh, Ted and Flesher. Absolutely. I would love to see them this weekend, 100%. Um, and then Stu just said, if uh, Click Creates Taxi can hopefully convert, Bentec has been Benteking, being a nuisance for defenses. How do you feel about the prospect of Brendan, Hines, Ike, and Pines together at the back? Ooh, that would be interesting. I know uh, BHI is still out injured, um, so he's not going to be around this weekend. But the potential for a BHI, uh, well, let's put it this way. My, if everyone was fit, my two starting centre-backs would be Brendan hines and Derek Williams. Those would be the two. Um, I, I've always liked seeing um, Brendan Zeich play. I think he's it's been solid when he has played for us. Um, he's a, he is a nuisance. He likes to get aggressive. Um, you can see that when the amount of yellow cards he used to pick up. And Derek Williams so far, uh, in the couple of games that I've seen him play, hasn't really done much wrong. Um, I've not noticed him being horrendous. I've not noticed him being really good, but I've not noticed him being horrendous, and that's usually a good thing. Um, so yeah, uh, those would be my two rather than Pines. Um, then on the flip side, that Hines Williams wouldn't be. Mm, yeah, no, if I was gonna if I was gonna go for if everyone was fit, it would be Brendan Hines, like and Derek Williams at the back. But going on that availability for this weekend. <laughs> Um, is uh, JJ's back uh, Pedro Santos is back 
which is great. Um, Akinboni has been cleared to play as well. So that's great news. He's been fantastic. However, Derek Williams, Andy Nahar, Nigel Roberta and Brendan Hines all remain out injured. For the crew, uh, Luis Diaz, uh, Cujo Hernandez, Kevin Molina and Josh Williams are all out injured, which being selfish for us is great. Um, the fact that Luis Diaz and Cucho Hernandez are both out injured. Yes. Because Cucho is a big, big player for them. Uh, signed from Watford, I want to say. Off the top of my head. I think it was Watford. I'm just going to have to double check that now. Cucho Hernandez. Cucho Hernandez. Good old transfer market. There he is. Market value of 10 million pounds. That's only 10 million euros. Uh, where did you? Yep, it was Watford. I thought it was. There you go. So, things about this game at the weekend. So, it is our second game against uh, Columbus, which feels incredibly strange um, from an English point of view uh, to have been playing a team twice within the space of a month but it's MLS and it's MLS being MLS so you know it is what it is then we've got uh, so that means we've played 86 times now between the two sides uh, Columbus gained that extra win previously after they won 2-0 so they're on 35 wins to our 38 with 13 draws uh, they are unbeaten in four straight matches against us so we need to really break that duck. Then Zellerian, as I mentioned before, is a big, big player. So far this season, he, oh, sorry, so far in his games against DC United, he scored six goals and got two assists and he's played against us seven times. So an average of a goal contribution a game, at least. Uh, we've, from our side, now this is a, not a great start. We've won twice in the last 19 matches. Twice in the last 19. Just going to let that sink in for a moment for you. Yeah, we've earned 11 points in that time. So, yeah. Um, and that is the lowest out of all the teams, and that is including... St. Louis City, who joined the league this year. Hmm. Not great at all. Um, so we need to be rather doing a, a lot, lot better. Um, so, yeah. This is that. Uh, crew have recorded back-to-back -back wins for the first time since the start of the 2022 season. Uh, from a aerial point of view, we are win, leading the way in MLS with uh, winning 62.3% of our aerial duels. Um, as I mentioned previously, we've averaged around 50% possession per game so far this season, and we've had an average of 12.2 shots. And like before, the average age between the two sides is pretty much the same, 26.1 uh, to 26 years old. So... Very similar there. Uh, in terms of the crew, 
uh, to kind of repeat myself from before, but <clears throat> I'm sorry again for that. Kucho uh, Hernandez, Darlington Nagbe, and Lucas Larian are the DPs, but as mentioned, Kucho Hernandez is out injured. They've got Alexandru Matan and Yor Yobor in the under-22 initiative. And they've got Patrick Schulte, who was a generation Adidas um, who played last weekend, but is looking like uh, Room is going to be playing for the crew this weekend after he had a week off duty, international duty, where he swapped uh, shirts with Lionel Messi. Because, you know, why not? So, yeah. Uh, then we've got... Uh, score predictions. Um, so we've been obviously very shaky defensively, but we kept the clean sheets. We've scored quite a few goals so far this season. Uh, Benteke's got three. Um, uh, we've had six goal scorers between the sides already. So that's good. Um, crew are on fire at the moment. Um, if I bring up their recent results, uh, let's have a look. Uh, clubs Columbus crew schedule so they in the last couple of games they've scored 10 goals in the last two games because both were at home but they're also against two really good teams so uh, they beat Atlanta United 6-1 which is just insane and then they beat uh, Real Salt Lake 4-0 so they've been doing very very well if you look at their season so far, so they're up in match. They got beat 4-1 by Columbus. Uh, sorry, not by Columbus. They are Columbus by Philadelphia. Then they beat us 2-0. Then they drew with Toronto. Then they got beat by New York Rebels. Then they went on that two-game winning streak of beating Atlanta and beating RSL. So it's... They're doing... They're doing good stuff. So they've won one, two, three, uh, yeah, three games so far this season. They're on 10 points uh, to our five. Yep, to our five. So they've got, uh, they've scored 15 goals so far this season, uh, which is joint top in all of MLS. So they're doing very, very well. Um, They have conceded eight goals so far. We have scored, what was it? So we've scored seven goals, conceded 10. Uh, sorry, I got that the wrong way around in terms of the goals and conceded. Uh, so we're on minus three. We're not bottom of the uh, conference just yet, but we need to start really picking up the wins here and there to really keep us moving forward. Um, we want to be looking toward getting back into the playoffs because that's where we belong. Well, it's where we need to be. Uh, it's not where we belong. You only belong there when you get there. <laughs> but we do need to get those wins. And uh, two wins in the last 19 just makes it for a tough time being a DC United fan. 11 points in 19 games where in six games so far this season, we've got five points. In the 13 previous games, we got six points. That just feels a really poor. Um, really, really poor. So, yeah, not happy about that. Um, it just makes you think about what the score prediction is going to be for this weekend, and how how would you feel? Do you think this is going to be a redemption? 
uh, weekend, or do you think it's going to be more of the same? So when it comes to giving me your score prediction, if you're listening to this before the game, uh, then feel free to tweet it at me or drop me a DM. Um, if you're watching this now live, feel free to put something in the chat. Happy to hear what you say. But my head, my head says uh, a another draw, uh, another one-one draw. I think my heart wants to go two-nil win, and I'm stuck between the two. I would love for us to get a two-nil win, just to kind of redeem ourselves from the previous fixture uh, but then show actually we can do stuff and we can keep back-to-back clean sheets because trying to think when we did that last time when did we do back-to-back clean sheets previously that must be a long time ago when did we do back-to-back clean sheets I'm just going to have a quick look was it even did we even do it in 2022 at all. Uh, Just going to have a quick look. Uh, uh, Oh, we did do back to black green sheets in 2022 in September. So that's pretty good. Uh, But I would like us to keep doing that. Uh, Let's get another clean sheet. So 2-0 win. Going to go for that. Let's do it. Right. Questions. There's been a couple come in. I've seen coming in the uh, TCUK chat, so I'm going to have a quick check on those. So Richard uh, coming in with with a question. So first question from Richard was, is the defensive improvement shown against Chicago repeatable this weekend, and is it a blip or a sign of things to come for the rest of the season? Um, I would like to think it is repeatable. Uh, Chicago are a decent side and they do have some good forwards Um, Columbus also have some really good forwards as well so we've got to know about that and be wary of that especially the likes of Lucas Elorayan granted they are missing Cucho Hernandez and Luis Diaz so we do have a bit of a respite from them but there's no reason why we can't repeat that again uh, this weekend. Um, I didn't also notice in the average positions from the game against Chicago, we were sat a little bit deeper as well, which will have contributed to that uh, clean sheet as well. So we're going to take the positives from that, um, take the the findings from that. So whether it's we sit a little bit deeper and continue doing sort of counter-attacking style and just getting that little bit of luck because... Sometimes all you need is a bit of luck just to go your way and then things will kickstart. But the fact that we kept the clean sheet is a positive and I'm happy about that. So I think it is a sign of things to come if we can keep repeating that style. Um, Yes, there will be times where we will concede goals um, and it will feel like we're just going backwards. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the clean sheet. I'll take it. And then... What have we got? So this next question was, did Donovan Pine show enough improvements against Chicago to get more playing time going forward? Uh, I only caught the highlights from this one. Uh, From what I saw and what I heard, I think he 
will get a little bit more playing time. Whether it's enough uh, when everyone is fit, it's, I don't think so. Um, I think when you look at the fact that we, if when Brendan Hindsight comes back, um, obviously Bam Bam, Derek Williams, you've got those three already ahead of him. And I would say the way things are going, Akamboni is going to be ahead of him as well. So the fact that he's got four centre backs ahead of him, then it's then it's Pines. I think he'll struggle to get into the side. With that means he needs to move on to further his career. That's another question entirely. But I think, yeah, it's it's going to be tricky for him to get into the side. It's some something major would need to happen for him to get some regular time. Anyway, let's put it that way. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then the other question from the DCUK chat, which is from Brian. Uh, we all love Wayne, but how far into the season do we wait until before we hit the panic button and think about a change if our form stays as it has been? I do realize that he is scheduled to manage the All-Star match. It's uh, a very good question, Brian. It's a tricky one because, yeah, it's Wayne. He's obviously well known. We've only got the uh, the contract until the end of the season, so if we were to get rid of him, it's probably not going to cost too much to do that. But you're right in the fact that he is scheduled to manage in the MLS All Star match, and that says to me that nothing's going to happen until that's happened. So he will be head coach of DC United until that point at the very least I'd like him to stay until until I arrive at least until I come back which I forgot to mention in the news earlier on that I'm returning to DC uh, this September um, which I need to know good places to eat stay all that jazz in DC so if you've got any thoughts on where I should be staying within DC I've stayed in Arlington I've stayed in uh, Georgetown previously when I've been to DC. Um, they've been really, really nice areas. Um, well, I wouldn't mind exploring a little bit, bit different. Um, so I'm coming... I'll be arriving September 19th, I think it is. Let's just check. Uh, September, September, September. Yeah, September 19th, I arrive into DC. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, I will be aiming to go to the Atlanta game uh, and the Red Bulls game, which I'm very, very excited about. Can't wait for that. That's going to be amazing. Um, but yeah, can't wait to come there. So if you've got any ideas or any suggestions, please let me know. Um, I will be keeping a list for when I arrive. <laughs> And then I've only got one other place to check for any further questions, which is on the old Instagram. Uh, nothing is there, so that's cool. Well, that's it. Um, that's pretty much it for this uh, this week. Like I said, it's going to be a shorter episode because of my throat. Um, I can feel it really struggling right now. So um, I appreciate that. For those of you who are watching live, thank you very much for tuning in. I do appreciate that. Um, as always, please subscribe if you're not subscribed already and like the episode as well. That always helps. Um, if you're listening um, 
or if you know anyone who wants to get into MLS or wants to find out more about DC United, please recommend the show. Um, I would love to get the knowledge out there um, and get more fans involved as well. So please recommend the show. And if you are someone who does listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you can leave a review about the show, please do that as well. Um, Again, that helps us uh, reach a new audience and get some more fans involved as well. As always, um, come and join us at DC UK. Uh, just go to dcnightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, and I do need to show you one new little uh, piece of merch that's uh, on, on the DC UK store because we've got a new bit of merch on there. It's uh, already been selling. And I need to show my screen yet again. I should just keep it there because, you know, it's how it should be. Right, here we go. Let's uh, show on stream. So if you're watching or if you're listening and you think, actually, I need to see this, go on Spotify, go on YouTube and have a little look because this is the DCUK Raccoon jersey available for, for your finest 40 Great British Pounds. Um, or whatever the uh, conversion is uh, into other other currencies, but yes, uh, so you can see on the arms there, you got the wings, you got the classic DC UK badge there, and we scroll down a little bit. There you go, the little raccoon just there, and then the actual printing on there is the RFK Stadium on the front, and then on the back of the jersey is just some. DC uh, monuments and uh, buildings, which I think is a rather cool shirt. This one, and I do like the sleeves as well. I think, I think it's a, one of the one of the better ones I've done recently. So if you haven't picked up a DC UK jersey yet, this is the time to do it. So head over to dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash merchandise, and you'll be able to see all the stuff there. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for this week. I don't know, short and sweet. But uh, we'll be hopefully once everything like my throat is back to normal and everything, we'll we'll have a nice big episode again. Um and hopefully we'll get some guests back on again in the near future. Yeah, fingers crossed for this weekend against crew. Uh I'm hoping for a win. I'll be watching it. And I hope you are too. It is on MLS season pass this weekend, so you will need to have the subscription to be able to watch it. And yeah. I'll hopefully see you there. I'll hopefully do some Instagram lives as well to do some. Uh, so whether I'll do any pretty much chat, might try that. Uh, Half time chat and full time chats this weekend as well. So do follow on Instagram at DCUKFC. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this week. Until next time, we shall say, "Famos United." Tell them talk to Khaled for the quote. All record, all record, I still want the act, not the ghost.